At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Welcome in. It's Morningside Hoops Podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined in the roundtable intro this week. A little roundtable here we have going on. To my left is uh, Aaliyah Funshell. She's back. I'm back. And better than ever from yes. her Christmas break. Uh, we'll talk to Aaliyah in a second. Across from me, I've got Mike Kowalski, our men's basketball insider. Uh, Mike, how are you today? Wow, I've never been called an insider <laughs> yeah, for anything. Welcome. Columbia <laughs> men's basketball great, yeah. insider. Great. How are you today? I'm great. You know, it's getting close to another weekend of Ivy action, so can't complain. We're going to talk about the men's team's one-in-one weekend at Princeton and Penn. And to my right, we introduced them last week. Uh, we talked to them for, I think it wound up being about 15 minutes, that intro. But it was good. He had great stories for us. So we brought him back only for the WFAN story. <laughs> uh, it's Matt Sugum. Matt, good to see you again. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Or whatever time it is that, that you are currently yeah, listening so to this podcast. We're recorded podcast. I'm <laughs> about that. Yeah. It's okay. Good day. Good day. He's a radio <laughs> guy, you know? He's, Good a, day, he's a radio guy. Everything's live to him. So if we ever need to do something live, we know we know who we're going to. But we are Morning Side Hoops podcast. Uh, everything about the Columbia men's and women's basketball programs. As you know, last weekend, the women's team had their games postponed due to COVID concerns, but the men's team was in action on the road at Princeton and Penn, and, you know, I think shocked a few people. Definitely shocked, uh, what's the color commentator for Princeton, Noah, Noah Savage? Savage. That, that, I was listening, like, definitely shocked Noah Savage. He, Noah's great, though. Yeah, he is great, but yeah. he was he was not expecting that. Uh the men got off to a huge start there in the first half. I think when I first turned it on, they were up about 25-14, and they had a 45-33 lead at the half. Uh, Mike, you were there in person. Uh, talk about it for us a little bit. Yeah, I mean, a th- combination of, you know, a really good start for Columbia, and then Princeton had a long layoff. I mean, we Columbia had a long layoff too, but I think we just came out a little bit more prepared, and we talked about it last week. Slow starts have hurt Columbia all year, and they were able to jump – jump out on them and build a nice league offensively. They hit shots um, defensively, you know, despite giving up 84 points, they did a lot of good things too. They held Princeton only six, three pointers. They're one of the best three point shooting teams in the country. Yeah. Did they that have a three in the first half? I don't think, they, I don't think that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they, they had one maybe okay. at, at the end of the first half, but I mean, six is their season low. So you're, wow. you're talking about making some good strides uh, on defense, which was always helpful. And then, you know, again, you just kind of ran out of gas and you know, some of the shots we talked about too, that were going in in the first half were mid range jumpers and things that like, if you're in the analytics crowd, aren't really sustainable. So I think coach angles realized, you know, you need to keep attacking the basket, do it, go to your strength and everything like that for a more consistent effort. And they were able to do that on Saturday night against Penn. Again, again, another, another good start for, for them. And then the, um, you know, the start of the second half, Penn made a little bit of a run, but, they were able to bounce back, build up an eleven-point lead, and then things got a little bit haywire. A little um, bit haywire. You know, you know. I turned yeah. it on for the final ten seconds. It yeah. was a thrilling final ten seconds. Penn <laughs> hit some good shots to stay in the game, but uh, yeah. you know, everybody on the team will tell you they need to hit free throws and they need to take care of the ball better. And those were the two things. I mean, they missed yeah. three front ends of one and ones trying to ice the game, and um, you know, we had struggled from the line earlier in the game. Penn recognized that and tr- was fouling in the, you know, in the early bonus. Um, to stay to kind of maximize possessions, and it worked out for him because I mean it went down to you know the last ten seconds where Liam had to, Liam Murphy had it two free throws to ice the game, but a win's a win on the road. I mean Columbia will take that any time because never easy to win on the road. No, that's a very no. common phrase in college especially basketball, especially at the Palestra. I mean, especially mm-hmm. there, but. Uh, 
I mean, and I think we saw what we've talked about. It was a combination of uh, experienced college basketball players, like a guy like Ike Nweke, like a guy like Patrick Harding, Ike Nweke going on to be Ivy League Player of the Week, m- starting to mesh with a young core of a basketball team that's starting to put the pieces together a little bit. And the, the other thing, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or off air, but you know, we talked about Pat was getting a lot of minutes at the five while Ike was hurt. Ike comes back. Pat struggled a little bit for the first couple of games of Ike being back because they just hadn't, a lot of, hadn't gotten a lot of practice time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We go on, you know, finals break and are able to practice a little bit through the holidays. And you see what they did, you know, those two games over the weekend. So they're dominant on the glass. They fed off each other really well. Pat's a good passer. Um, and Ike was just, you know, at a whole other level than we've, we've ever seen him. I mean, his games developed over the course of his career, but, you know, he's hitting these Patrick Ewing turnaround jump shots, you know, and, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a throwback. It's kind of fun to see. <laughs> and, uh, the women's basketball team, they will be back in action this weekend. Uh, they are going to Harvard on Saturday for a 2 PM tip while the men are tipping right here at 2 PM against Harvard at home. Still no fans, but uh, we do have the cutouts in the crowd <clears throat> here on Saturday. So, Mike, uh, we will see your face in the crowd. You'll see my face in the crowd, too. So. Is it weird that I'm actually going to be there? I know. I feel like it's Seeing double. Yeah. 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 Like, take a picture twice. with your cutout. Uh, there yeah, please take a picture with your cutout. <laughs> no. Take a picture of my cutout and send it to <laughs> yeah, me, please. Yeah. I'll uh, take a selfie with it. <laughs> I'll take I'll take my, my – yeah. I'll take mine home and give it to my wife or something <laughs> when I'm on the road. Aw. <laughs> And then Monday at 2 p.m., it's a flip-flop. The women are home against Cornell, and the men are up in Ithaca. Uh, Aaliyah, I did say before we wanted to welcome welcome you back to the podcast. How Thank was your you. time away in good old Kansas? Good old Wichita, Kansas. It was great. Um, I mean, I love being in the city, and I love working, honestly. Um, but it was nice to see my family. Like, I wish I could just pick them up and move them. Um, my family <laughs> yeah. got a snake while I was gone, and he's really cute. His That's name's Leon. That's the last thing I expected you to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little ball python. He doesn't really have, like, fangs. Um, and he is albino, so he's, like, this really cool pattern in yellow with red eyes. Oh. So um, why yeah. not a dog or a cat? <laughs> why do we, we get from that to a so snake? So we have – we rescued two English bulldogs, and anyone that's, like, rescued dogs know that they're a little bit more odd than just, like – dogs like, dog. from yeah. a breeder yes. yeah. they're yeah. really weird um and then my we had my older brother's doberman in our house too because he just bought a house but moved in during covid so we had the doberman so another dog wasn't really on the plate for us but i wish my parents would have gotten like a parrot or something because like <laughs> i love parrots i mean you said um, it so casually too <laughs> i know but <laughs> we got a snake, snake. Uh, it was great oh, wow. yeah but it's a baby right now yes. so we're really hoping that the the baby did you oh god yeah He's, yeah, how long does it live? Um, it can like a long time, like What's thirty time? years. Like you could potentially <laughs> take over snake duties. Yes, yeah. I could. Yeah, wow. Um, I'm gonna leave that to my little brother though. But he's really cute. <laughs> Are you like trying to become like super intimidating? Like when the snake is, you know, just chilling around my old neck. enough and the, calm like, enough. Spears. Yeah, you're just gonna walk around, walk into. <laughs> I really wanted to bring him to the city. Like I could be sitting here right now with him, I just like, like around my neck. A hundred percent against some city ordinance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people won't mess with me. Who needs like pepper spray if when you have a snake? If, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's can true. feed him the rats. Just from like the street. go on a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, don't Rack. come near me. Oh yeah, that's a good, good point. Rat control. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Need yeah. more snakes in the city. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. Um, seeing my family is always fun. I went to a Wichita State game and some Oklahoma City Thunder games. Nice. So I yeah, saw it. Saw you at the Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder on social media. Yes. So I I did some work with them last year during the pandemic, and so I wasn't able to go to games. So it was nice to bring my family. Um, they played the Knicks and my family, huge Knicks fans. So that's right. Um, that was really fun. So still like had a very hoop centered break, but I, it wasn't really working. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you back. Thank you. Should be a fun episode. Next episode. I'll bring Levon the snake. Levon. <laughs> His name is Levon. Yeah. Like the song. Um, I think it's what Elton John. Elton John yeah, yeah. So how big does it get? Um, it can get like, I want to say like four to six feet. Okay, it goes by, like, the size of his cage, I guess, right? Yeah, oh like, he, they're going to get him a bigger, like, tank. But, yeah, he's he, super cute. You feed it, like, live. live yeah, mice, well, he's right? very advanced. So you're supposed to feed babies, like, little frozen ones, like, that are, aren't alive. Sorry, guys, anyone listening, like, Oof, skip through yeah. this. But he's so advanced <laughs> that he eats the live ones. Wow. As a little baby. How, a cold-blooded how, killer. Yeah. <laughs> how cute. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, literally, cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um... 
that's that's my story. That's what All happened right. over I'm in so my brain. I'm so happy I asked you. <laughs> Thank you. So, I was just itching you know, to tell people. I know you really were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that you've heard that, I don't think we can follow that. Matt, I would ask you, but you really uh, no, you have I'm a follow really up to that. No. exciting at all compared to getting this. <laughs> Any other Mike Francesa stories <laughs> yeah, that can live that, up to that? That's oh, about gosh. all I got. Okay. <laughs> well, that being said, let's head to our first break. Uh, and when we come back, we will speak with Eden Gaynor and Paige Lauder, two sophomores from the women's basketball team. So stick around. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Welcome back. It's Morningside Hoops podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined alongside my co-host, double co-host for this episode, as you met in our introduction, Aaliyah Funchell, who's back with us this semester, and Matt Sugum. And now we are joined by two players from the women's basketball team. We have sophomore Eden Gaynor, a 5'9 guard from Wheeling, West Virginia, and Wheeling Central Catholic High School, correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> nodding me yes as, as I'm going through it. And then we have Paige Lauder, another sophomore, so we got classmates here, 6'1", from Malvern, Pennsylvania, and Villa Maria Academy, as she told me before we came on the podcast, the same high school that Coach G went to. Yes. Yes. Did you, were there pictures of Coach G on the wall in high school? Is that why you wanted to come here? There was <laughs> one, yes. There was one? Walking Where out. is it? Um, it's just upstairs in one of the buildings. She's walking around all studious, a little backpack <laughs> on. Was it like when she was in high school, that picture? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. She still looks the same. She does. Because <laughs> I've seen pictures of her that we have on file from when she played here. Yeah, right, and she, right there. Oh, there we go, right on the wall oh. here. And she's still, like, literally, it looks like that could have been taken yesterday. In practice this morning. Practice <laughs> this morning <laughs> with a very, like, mid-2000s baggy baggy basketball <laughs> jersey on <laughs> well yeah. look i mean could you play in that like we're looking at a picture right now of coach griffith on the wall here in the lou gehrig lounge i mean it is a it is a very baggy uniform you guys don't wear uniforms like that anymore. no I no that was the look I, I feel like it would get in the way it would for sure it would definitely get some in big the way. shorts <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to know our two women's basketball guests with uh, a few fun facts or fast facts as i like to call them and Aliyah likes to laugh at me for uh eden gainer a two-year captain at wheeling central she scored 515 points averaged 21.4 points per game all of that as a junior her father kenny played baseball at west virginia wesleyan so have some sports roots in west virginia eden yes. And uh, her cousin David, in her bio, competes in wrestling at Pitt still, or has he graduated? No, he now? just graduated. He just graduated. Yeah. And uh, you were born not in West Virginia. You were born in Iowa City, Iowa. Yes, my correct? dad was doing his fellowship there, so. I got you. So you didn't you didn't stay there long. No. No, West Virginia's home. Yes. Do you like the West Virginia, you know, the the state song, if you will? Country roads. Yes. <laughs> yes. It gets sung around me all the time. Oh, that's right. Because the team, doesn't the team like to just sing that? Was that because of you or is that? Um. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's just like randomly played and stuff and everyone yeah. will look at me. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That's true. That's true. Um, but it's all in good fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Paige Lauder, uh, who had a four-year career, as we mentioned, at Villa Maria Academy, uh, scored 1,000 points by her junior season. Uh, but some other fun facts about Paige, she was born in Johannesburg, South Africa, 
We're going to talk about that a little bit. She lived in South Africa for, I don't know how long we're going to ask her, as well as London for three years. And her brother Casey rode at George Washington. So an athletic family. Yes. yes. And my younger brother is going to play basketball at Babson. Nice. Where's Babson? Um, right outside Boston. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Do you, uh, did you get, did, did everybody in your family kind of play basketball a little bit or? Um, just me and my younger brother. My older brother, he like started to when he was younger and then he was more of like a baseball player. Okay. And then he found rowing in high school. Okay. Are you all kind of like tall people in your family? We are, but my older brother, he looks short around us cause he's six one. Like he's barely taller than me. Then I'm six one, and then my younger brother is six seven. Oh my gosh! I love how she said that. <laughs> Her, your older brother looks shorter around you. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. How tall are your parents? My dad's six four, and my mom's five ten. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So just to give you some perspective, I'm five seven on a good day, <laughs> and I am the tallest one in a family of six. Oh <laughs> my <Yeah>. god! <laughs> <laughs> Taller than my mother and my father and all of my siblings. Oh wow! I'm a, crazy. I'm a giant. I'm wow. a giant. Yeah. Kyle's <laughs> a giant. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hang around the basketball team. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but talk about being born in uh, South Africa and how long did you live there? And then it says you lived in London for three years. So just tell us all about that. Yeah. So my parents moved there for my dad's work. There was just like an opportunity overseas. Um, I think we were in South Africa. They were there for a total of three years, but I was only there for about like a year. Then we moved to London. Um, it's just, I was so young. I really don't remember anything. Yeah. But we have visited London. We've gone back. We, like, saw our old house, saw our old neighborhood, um, which is really cute. And then we haven't been back to South Africa. So when your family left London, did they move straight to where you live now? Yes. In Melbourne? So I've been in this house. I think it's, like, 20 years this summer. So okay. So it's pretty much all you remember. You probably right. remember, do you remember, like, bits and pieces of London at all? Or There's, no? like, I have, like, small, like, fragments of memories. Like, we'd always go to, like, the big history museum downtown or like buckingham palace so i have like like fragments of those memories but do you like to watch any uh premier league soccer still no Uh. i actually hate watching soccer i think it's so (laughs) boring (laughs) (laughs) i agree man just just went straight after it straight after yeah just (laughs) didn't really hide how you felt about it i like it but we did we lived like five minutes from the chelsea soccer stadium that's really cool that is cool yeah but But we never i feel like if you went to a premier league match now like as a young adult it would be interesting in person. I'm sure it would. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't really believe that. She said that to be nice to. She doesn't said that to be nice to me. But I loved playing soccer when I was younger. And I told my mom I hated watching soccer, and she's like, "Well, how do you think I felt at your game?" <laughs> Hopefully, true. she doesn't feel that way about basketball. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no. no I uh, have you been back to South Africa at all? Or no, no, we have not. No. But do you want to one day? Maybe yeah. bucket list. Bucket list. Yeah, item? definitely bucket list. Yeah. If I was born there, I would flex that on everyone. Like every fun fact would be like, "No, that is my fun fact." Every time, and everyone's like, "We know." Like, <laughs> it was on the video board at a game earlier this year. I, heard. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you didn't notice it during. I was the locked game. into the game. I was, yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm glad. Uh, I was worried it was gonna like. I'm always worried when they do like trivia about you guys that it's gonna distract you. But no, you guys are pretty locked in. Yeah, you guys are pretty locked in. Let's talk about the team. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, last weekend's games got canceled. Uh, due to COVID issues, it's going around with a lot of teams right now. You guys had your games at home against Penn and Princeton canceled. Or not, I shouldn't say canceled. They were postponed. Right. Uh, hopefully announcing those dates pretty soon, if not already announced by the time this podcast airs. And um, now you guys kind of have an interesting weekend ahead of you. Uh, going to Harvard on Saturday. We're going to leave Friday for a Saturday afternoon game at Harvard. And then you're home on Monday, so a Saturday-Monday weekend on Martin Luther King Day against Cornell. Uh, but you guys are ten and three right now, one and zero in the Ivy League. Uh, team's feeling pretty good, Paige. Like, how's the, how's the vibe around the team right now? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the vibe's great. We're just excited to be back together, be playing together. And I think with all the COVID issues, it's just making us like when we're together, it's just more special. And it's just we're really ready to attack this Ivy season. I think we have a really big um, couple months ahead of us. Ida, does it feel like I, I was saying this to one of my coworkers? Does it feel like to you, though, that it's almost like this almost feels like a second, almost feels like last season happened, and now, like, this is a new season? Because of it, not only because uh, because it's Ivy League season, but just because of, like, the layoff that we had, you know, where we played December 11th and 13th, and then our December, and then we had a, a layoff built in, but the December 28th game got canceled. Kind of had a game in between there against Yale, but then last weekend gets canceled, so now it feels like, okay, 
now my sophomore season begins. <laughs> Maybe that's what you feel like. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of feels like that because um, I was one of the ones who had COVID, go in isolation, and then a bunch of other people. So, like, starting tomorrow will be the first time our whole team will be together for, for like, a long time, it feels like. So it'll definitely be cool to be all be back together and be able to play together this weekend. I was going to ask, like, what this whole experience has been like is – I know you guys are, are sophomores, but you weren't actually here on campus the past year. So what what was this whole fall semester? And now, obviously, you, you got a little winter break and started the Ivy League play. But what's it been like to go from, a, you know, seeing people on Zoom to being in New York? I'm sure you've probably been to New York a few times, not being right. too far. But I don't know. West Virginia is a bit further from New York. So what, what's that been like being in, in upper Manhattan? Um, It's definitely different from West Virginia. So, like, um just being around the team I think is definitely different because I feel like last year we like I met them on zoom and stuff like that but like we never really got to hang out and I think it's just so much better like I just feel like a freshman honestly this year like going to classes for the first time and going to practices and stuff can I ask and possibly start some Philadelphia New York rivalry Malvern that's considered a Philadelphia suburb I would assume yes, right suburb so which, which do you what what drew you to New York I should ask first which what team? What, what drew you to New York oh, City? Oh, oh. Uh, I'm assuming that's part of the reason you chose Columbia. Columbia, Columbia well, right, 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 yeah. right. But like, <laughs> but like part of the, that was the team. Of, of Columbia is is right. living in New York. So, so what kind of drew you to to come into? Um, a... definitely just like a new city. Like I didn't, I wanted to get out of Philly, and just even being so close to New York, I hadn't really come. I've just come on like field trips. My family's come every now and then. Um, so I think just like a new city, and I mean, like, who doesn't want to live in New York? So. Who doesn't want to live in New York? Exactly. So does that mean you have a preference? Or are you going to upset friends back home if you answer that I truthfully? Mean, well, she did say she wanted to get out of Philly. So I feel like, I feel like she already she already laid it out there. I mean, Philly's my home. Like, I'll always love Philly. But I could never see myself living, like, downtown Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't really. It's like a nice city. And, like, I love my sports teams, all that. I'm, like, a Philly fan. But I don't really think I'd ever live uh-huh. downtown. Are you a big Eagles fan? NFL playoffs coming up, or um, I'm more of like a bandwagon fan. Okay, okay. <laughs> I used to be because I'd watch it every weekend with my brothers. Now I just don't watch the games here, so I'm like, yeah, like Philly, and I got a tough matchup against Tampa Bay. I don't know if they're gonna make it out of round one. Oh yeah, probably yeah. not. Yikes! <laughs> New York's not very good to be a bandwagon city a fan you girls no. are you, you ladies are probably one of the better teams in new york city right now I honestly, <laughs> like, really. yeah best basketball team yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure, yeah, for sure. You're, yeah yeah have you uh did you make many trips to new york city like as a kid lived, having lived so close and i'm gonna ask eden this question after even though it's relatively close compared to where some people can live in the country yeah um i mean some trips like definitely like school field trips like our big eighth grade trip okay. um our senior year so to come but that didn't happen with covid but then my family's come up like broadway shows like done like a girl's day with my mom up in the city Ooh. what have you um, seen on broadway um i've seen the lion king and so aladdin good. Oh, so good. I haven't good. seen either of those. Very good. Highly I, recommend. Uh, I saw Rent when I was in college and then uh, like 2018 for Valentine's Day. I got my wife tickets to go see Ham- Hamilton. Wow. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had to like get those when the tickets dropped for that because they would drop them in like four month blocks. Wow. You know, so I had to get them in like I think I purchased them in like August. You know, that's it was crazy. Like, wow. Yeah. Because at the time it was still like extremely popular. Right. It wasn't even the original cast anymore too. But okay. it was still extremely popular. It was wild. But Eden, I mean Wheeling how far is Wheeling from New York? Um, I think with like traffic it'd probably be eight hours. Okay. Hmm. Not awful. But like yeah. an hour flight. Okay. Wow. Like so when have you traveled to New York before you came to Columbia? Or? No, my first time going was on my visit. Okay. Yeah. What did you think? What was like that first? Like, do you have like a like the one thing that sticks out from that first trip? Um. Yeah, I just remember um, being on campus. I loved campus. It was like gorgeous, and it didn't feel like I was in the city. But then you could also like just go right outside, and it was in the city. I yeah. just loved the city like vibes. <laughs> have either of you guys had um, culture shock now living here um, with anything? It feels faster. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I go home, everything's just very slow and just everyone just does their thing. But I feel like when I'm here, like, everyone's just walking fast, going to places, like, always something to do, yeah. which I like. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely, like, a hustle and bustle about the city that I don't have at home. Mm-hmm. 100%. Do you guys go out and do things in the, in the city? What are you doing, like, to enjoy the culture, I guess, outside of basketball? Obviously, I'm sure that takes up a lot of time. But yeah. Any time to do anything over winter break or anything? 
Um, one place that we like going as a team is karaoke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in K Town, yes. it's so fun. Um, and we've just been to different restaurants, just eating together. Um, we just got sushi the other night at a sushi place. Sushi around. seems to be really big with this team. Yeah, yeah. Yes. we talk love to her. Noah and Kitty. You know, mm-hmm. love they go sushi. out to get sushi all the time. And then who it wasn't Abby a sushi delivery driver oh, or something? Didn't we learn that last uh, week? I don't remember. Was that what it? Abby. I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. I Imagine like... Abby pulling up. Like, <laughs> got your I have sushi. your sushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's God. amazing. I mean, maybe she has like just to your dorm room before. Like, hey, I've got mm. your sushi. You <laughs> no, I haven't gotten that me either. What's a, can we have a deeper sushi conversation? Because I love sushi. Okay. <laughs> so what do we get? What is like the staple? I mean, I know every place is a little different with what they call them mm-hmm. necessarily. But like, what's like your go-to special role? Um, I got this one. I think I was in Philly with her. Some oh, right. It was like crunchy. Shrimp. It had cream cheese in it, didn't it? Because you were in Philly. No. There no. are those rolls, <laughs> no, but I know. they're okay. <laughs> they're not great. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the cream cheese rolls, and mm. that's not to like. No, that's okay. Put down Philly. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like it in my Bashing sushi. Philly. Yeah, like yeah. cream cheese and fish, like and raw fish. Oh, that's like oh, gross. No. no, no. So I'm a big rainbow roll. Anybody? You like rainbow rolls? I'm not a sushi fish, and oh, yeah. I'm more interested in who the the best singer on the team is. That's oh, right think. here, Eden. <laughs> Eden. I mean, someone said differently, but it really is me. So yeah. it's Eden and Abby. We go to karaoke, and they hog the mic the whole night, yes. and they just don't give it to anyone else. At Clemson too. Alicia we talked about Keys. it earlier yes. this year on the pod. Oh, I was me. there. I witnessed it. Right. Yeah. Karaoke just night. True pop stars. You are. Yeah. I mean, Eden. Tell us about your singing background. <laughs> well, it's not. When really... do you go on tour? <laughs> um, soon, maybe next year. <laughs> I only give uh, tickets to people who hype me up, though. Okay. Well, I mean, I hype you up. I will hype you up. Thank you. Soon, and you'll get a soon. ticket. Uh, then I'll get a ticket. Nice. I will say in the locker, like they're always singing, and everyone's like, "Stop!" <laughs> <laughs> but we want her to sing the national anthem for a oh, game. Oh, yeah. that might we be fun. We have to make that happen. That might be fun. We do. We really do. Would it. you do it? Um, it would probably be like a senior night, like I'm leaving after this. I, I feel like that would be harder. I feel like you'd you think? like be emotional during it, right? Like I would be. If it's um, my se- are you like your senior night you're talking about? Yeah. Sing it for Kay's senior night. Yeah, I might. Because that's her yeah. song. Like she's always singing the national anthem. Really? Yeah. It's just like the first one that comes to <laughs> my head. So I just you make her sound like this like extremely patriotic. Yeah. Person. She just walks down the street and is just <laughs> yeah. loves the USA. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just like when everyone's this quiet, I just like have to like like break, break the silence, yeah. I guess. <laughs> no, I maybe singing. maybe like an intense post game locker room moment or like halftime, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should just start singing. I usually do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new. That's awesome. Um but yeah, when you become famous as a pop singer, I'm just gonna throw you in the pop category. Yeah. I do if, have if to you're ask. looking for a PR person. <laughs> Oh, I got you. yeah. I got he, he makes some pretty cool <laughs> graphics, but I saw a video you guys posted. It was the guilty pleasure oh song. God. So let's talk about <laughs> your guys's. What was what was yours? Um, so mine and Kitty's was Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. It's just our good like Christmas vibe song, but we just sing it all the time. Like Ask Tam, it's just we have it blasting in the training room whenever we're in there. It's a good one. It is. It's a really, really catchy. One. Um, I was actually in isolation when they <laughs> did that. So, but I think mine would be. Probably the national anthem. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's so funny. This is incredible. I think mine would be if we were a movie by Hannah Montana. It's okay. a good oh, one. That's yeah. a good one. That is a good one. Wow. What about you guys? We have to know. Uh, I, I, what is this? Is what your favorite song? Guilty pleasure song. Oh, so like a song you wouldn't really want to admit that like you just <laughs> you listen love. to and you're hype. Like I love this song. Do yeah. you ever like do like car karaoke with yourself? I put on a show when I'm in the car. Probably oh, every yeah. time I'm driving by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yourself awake. Especially yeah. driving at night. I mean, yeah. it would be embarrassing if I had, if I said the song. If, if you like pulled up my iPhone, you my have phone? to tell us the song. Just don't go through my phone. Uh, <laughs> like my, you know, you, you, it'll show like your top twenty-five most played songs. I feel like I'd be judged. I'm gonna look at your I'd Spotify judged, wrapped. Judged well, that's what I mean. I have a very like eclectic. Like we talked about some of my musical background before, but like uh, also you mentioned Alicia Keys before. Like I listen to a lot of Alicia. Shaki's Adele. I love the new Adele album. Yeah, nice. that's good. I like that. I'm not embarrassed to admit that. That's okay. I listen to the new Adele album a lot because my wife hasn't, but that's not judging you at all. 
I'm just saying that's what I've listened to it a lot. And she's talented. Where yeah, yeah. I might have looked up how expensive it was to get into the Las Vegas weekend with Adele. How much do you think that ticket is? Just to get in the door. Mm, right, a couple um, thousand. Yeah. Oh, you're you're actually higher. It's like a thousand dollars to get in the door. Crazy. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. That's right? a lot though. That uh, is crazy. And it's like like all all sprint. It's not just like a one weekend thing. Like she's doing it. Were you thinking about getting that? Well, I mean, like I, I, I looked it up just to see the prices of it, and then I saw how much it was, and it was like, eh, Alicia Keys will be at Radio City over the summer for like 150 bucks. He's I can thinking about that. it to a degree. Yeah, I could yeah, see it in sure. his eyes. I could see it in his Is eyes. Is it worth it? She's good, man. I like her. I don't know, you know. Yeah, I feel like I would put on my fancy pants one day to go see Adele. Yeah. Yeah, hey. solid. I listen. I'm opening up way too much on the podcast. It's okay. <laughs> it's I, okay. I feel like I Kyle's feel, dodging uh, the question, though. I mean, I've, I've, I've definitely feel like I've shared, like, overshared my life on this podcast sometimes. <laughs> so I feel like sometimes people listen to like Kyle, stop telling us about yourself. We don't care about you. <laughs> Tell us your guilty pleasure song. Come on, Kyle. Um, can I look at my phone? Yes. It should just be like Where's in your phone? head right now. No, but I, it's, it always changes. My favorite Alicia Keys song is uh, "If I Ain't Got You." I think that's what it's called. That's right. the oh. one. That's oh, the one. Right. That was the one. There we that go. was the one. Thank you. <laughs> that's Thank your you. guilty pleasure. That's too? you know exactly. It's a great song. I was like, I was just blanking. Okay, so if I go through my top 25 most played right now, and I may cut this because I'm the one who edits the podcast, so we'll see. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, we have Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Chandelier by Sia. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I love this song. We have Jump Right In by the Zac Brown Band, so we're just we're okay. all over you're, the place. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah. If I Ain't Got You, Alicia mm. Keys. Uh, team by Lord. I mean, yes, yes. Lord. Yeah. I love Lord. Yeah, see, we're all over the place. Oh, Lord is uh, good. Hey, brother, Avicii. Okay. Yes. Avicii's good. Uh, boom clap. Uh, <laughs> what's that? You've never heard boom clap? Yeah. I don't think so. Wait, is that like the Miley Cyrus one? Boom, boom clap. Dude. Oh, <laughs> that's a yeah, 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 yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I knew exactly what yeah, you're talking about. Though. Yeah. And then there's randomly bartender by T Pain just oh, thrown in my throat. You're all yeah. over the place. Yeah, all over the place. Rob Thomas. What? What are you oh, doing? Oh, I like here? Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> yeah, right. But this is just Rob Thomas, not even Matchbox Twenty. Who came out before these ladies were born? <laughs> yeah. Definitely mid nineties uh, hits right there. So this song has been in my play. I should just stop. I don't know why I keep going. No, I love this. Uh, I remember when I was in college, I would listen to the song almost every day while walking to class, oh, <laughs> and it would just be like. And even now, when I think of it in my mind, I like put myself in my townhome, walking to the class. <laughs> I know exactly where I am. Oh my! Uh, day and night by Kid. Kid Cut. Okay, I'm a Kid Cut yep. fan. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still relevant. He was just in that uh, movie, Don't Look Up, on Netflix. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, well, thanks for I'm that. All over, I'm all over the place, guys. <laughs> I love it. You guys, you guys TikTokers? I mean, you kind of have to be. Oh, Paige is like. I love TikTok. <laughs> I've had to delete it because I just waste my life on TikTok. Yeah. 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 And then so when I was in isolation, I got it back, obviously. Yeah. And then deleted it. So. Okay. Probably a good decision. What does your For You page look like? Like cooking videos or like dogs um, and cats? It's like, it's really all over the place. It's a lot of dancing and like funny ones. And then I also have some cooking. Do you know who Emily Mariko is? Yes. Love her. Yes. <laughs> And then I have like this mom. Her name's Maya Knight. Is she you the one with the, the two twins? Yes. Yes. Aww. She's always on my for you page. Yes. I love it. That's though. a that's a good variety. I like it. Well, how does it feel this week? Uh, I went down there to practice earlier today, and you guys have pretty much everybody back, right? Yeah. So just like, what was it like to kind of be out there practicing as a team again? Like, just put this all behind you, you know? It's been really good, and honestly, this is. This, like, last week or two is the first time, like, nobody's hurt right now. Yeah. Um, we, like, yeah, because in the beginning of the year, we always had a couple stragglers out. And we're like, there's so many people. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. There's so many people. <laughs> like, the lines are so long in practice. But it's just good. It's, it's just good to have everyone back. Oh, that's fun. Eden, I wanted to bring up something uh, to you definitely while we had you on this podcast. Okay. So our first podcast of the season, I had the captains on. And so Sienna, Seems like Lil, so long ago. It does seem like so long ago. Sienna, Lil, and Michaela, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I asked them, like, all these questions about the new players on the team, like, combining the freshmen and the sophomores, because we had, like, it was, like, 
you know, the old team, you know, that everybody knew. And then like seven new people where it was like, we had to get to know everybody. Mm -hmm. So I did like fun, like, you know, which person would you say is the best this? Which person would you say? So I said, I said, all right, who on the team is like the dark horse right now? Where it's like, right now, like, she, you know, maybe people won't be thinking about her, but come Ivy League season, maybe later, like, look out for this person. And Sienna was like, Eden Gaynor. Yes, so. <laughs> That's our dark horse. That's right. So tell us, Eden, uh, how, you, how you know, how does, how does that make you feel first? Reactions? Um, I just have um, a d- kind of a difficult time, like, transitioning into this. And, um, and then I also got a concussion. Yeah. And I've been out for a while. So I just kind of had it rough. And then I got COVID right after. <laughs> so I just feel a lot better and, like, healthier. And hopefully I'll be able to perform and... And I'll be the dark horse. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh, we are definitely looking forward to seeing you ladies back on the court. Yes. Uh, this will be exciting. Like we said, this Saturday afternoon, 2 p.m. against Harvard at Harvard. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we were there, you guys weren't on the team, but it was quite an exciting game. I don't know if you were following the team at that point. I feel yeah. like I remember that. Yeah, 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 for sure. It was the game the weekend that they clinched, it was second to last weekend of the season, and they clinched the Ivy League tournament berth. Right. Not with the win at Harvard. They clinched it the next day, but the win at Harvard, like, all but clinched it. It was, like, a Got huge it. win. Yeah. Abby Abby hit, like, a re- like Abby did a couple things in the fourth quarter, and we, like, came back and won the game. Yes. It was it was exciting. Leave Go, Abby. Abby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at Harvard, Saturday afternoon, 2 p.m. tip, and then home here, Schiller Court, Levian Gymnasium against Cornell. So, and then, uh, as always... Stay updated on GoColumbiaLines.com. Obviously, we have two games uh, that were postponed last weekend that will be rescheduled, and that announcement will be coming soon if it hasn't come already. So, Paige, Eden, thanks for thanks for taking some time to talk to us. I told you this was going to be fun. It was fun. <laughs> Eden, Eden was excited to do it. When I asked Eden downstairs, she was like, yeah. And then she's like, can I have Paige? And I was like, sure. Yes. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> That's Next sweet. time we'll have to give her the mic so she can sing. Right. I mean, National anthem. Do you want to before we? Head do you want to like? Do you want to like do a, yeah like a little something before we uh, mm. invite the men on? I'll wait for senior night. Of my <laughs> senior, <laughs> senior year. Yes. Yeah. Everyone has to come to do our you wanna senior like, night. You don't want to like sing us to break. Like when we come back, we're gonna be, you know. I just want to keep you guys like on your toes like, <laughs> yeah. until then. All right. You really have I a support. podcast audience yeah, on the edge of the I know. Well, yeah, that's how we're going to get the listeners to come back. Yeah, right. exactly. 100%. All right. That was Paige Lauder and Eden Gaynor. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Cam Shockley Okeke and Geronimo Rubio De La Rosa from the men's basketball team. So stick around. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning, non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great-tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Welcome back to the Morningside Hoops podcast. We're now joined by two players from the men's basketball team. We have Geronimo Rubio De La Rosa, 6'2 first-year guard from Santiago Dominican Republic and Spring Creek Academy, which is in Texas. And we also have Cam Shockley Okeke, a 6'6 junior guard forward. Guard, what are you, more of a guard or forward? What do you think? Like wing. I, I would like to say guard. Well, yeah, wing, <laughs> yeah. guard. Okay. Uh, from Norwalk, Connecticut, and Milton Academy. So, guys, thanks for taking some time to join us today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank you, this guys. This is going to be fun. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's introduce our two guests with a few fast facts. We'll start with Geronimo, otherwise known affectionately by his teammates as G, and I may refer to him as G the rest of the episode just to make it easier on myself. Uh, he scored more than 2,000 points in his high school career. Uh, he actually switched high schools. He moved from California to Texas prior to his junior high school season. Um, be- uh, before his move to Texas, he played at Brookside Christian in Stockton. Uh, but fun fact, as I mentioned when I introduced you, is that you were born in the DR. How long did you live there? Uh, in the DR? Yeah. Until I was uh, uh, 
when I was uh, 15. Okay, so a good part of your life, because I was like, I didn't know if you had any memories from the DR, but you 100% yeah, do until no, you're 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So talk about growing up in the Dominican Republic and kind of how that compared. Did you move straight to California from the DR? Yes. Well, when I when, when I was born, uh, when I was little, I used to play baseball before basketball. Baseball so, is huge in the DR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's David Ortiz. Big, big, yeah. Yeah. So I used to play baseball, and then I just got bored. <laughs> what were you? What position were you? Baseball? I used to play any any anyone. Okay, I, I was good at all of them. And which one did you like the most? Outfield. Okay. Yeah. Were you so, like making diving catches out there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Immediately awesome. said yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to play baseball. Then I switched it up to basketball. So um, and growing up in the DR is uh, a little rough, but it's. Just like in other countries, you go through dance and other stuff, but it's all good. Yeah. Had a good life, good parents, and good family. I was going to say, do you still have a lot of family that live in the DR? Yeah, yeah. almost everybody. Yeah? Yeah. Your parents live in the States? No, they are back home. They're back home? Yeah. So do you, I mean, how's that been through COVID for you? I mean, have you had to try and, you know, go back and forth or? Um, uh, I don't remember last year was when i was able to go back home because okay. last not last year the one before yeah I, I i had to stay in the u.s so that one that one hit hard. 2020 yeah yeah because yeah. i i'm used to go like to the dr like every summer but then that that time at that time it was all closed yeah so i was i wasn't able to go back home what was your favorite thing to do in the dr like when you weren't playing sports hang out with my friends yeah yeah. I know. Doesn't matter where you are. That's the best. That's the best part. Yeah. I mean, you guys. I'm sure you like the beach. Are you a big beach guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What was the What was the beach? It was very fun. So fun. So what much What fun. beach was there? Like a specific one? We have a lot. So yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We go, we go to many of them. So, but like the one that I like the most is called uh, Nagua. Okay. Nagua. Yeah. Is that like north coast, south coast? North. North coast? Yeah. Nice. But that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool, G. Yeah, it was good yeah. to talk to you about that. Um, but also I wanted to bring up, uh, you were Ivy League Rookie of the Week uh, once this season so far, back on November 22nd, after you dropped 21 on 8 of 14 shooting in an overtime comeback against Binghamton. That was right here. Really exciting. You guys were down 16, uh, I think, with eight minutes left or 10 minutes left in the second half, and you guys ended the half on a 16-0 run to go to overtime. I was at the game, so it was extremely exciting to be at. Uh, and then you guys won in overtime. Some great offensive plays. There was a huge block late in overtime. Who had that block? I was. Uh, I believe it was uh, Zay. It was Zay. Yeah. Zay? Mike, confirmed? Confirmed. Confirmed <laughs> by Mike Kowalski down there. It was Zay, Zay McLean. Uh, and then you hit a big shot in the overtime period too to win the game. So I mean just I mean, Zay hit a big shot. Zay had yeah. the, like the big block and the big shot, but you hit you hit you hit some big shots too. I mean, talk about how exciting that game was here. I mean, being a freshman and having a big game like that, I was very excited. But I feel like um the whole team contributed to the win, so it was a nice win. Yeah. Yeah, just to follow up though, have have you always been a player that can keep their composure very well, or is that something you've developed as of lately? Or um, I guess just talk about that. Yeah, since I was little, my family, my I just my family is usually very strict family in the DR. Very uh, everybody respect my family, and I, I I've always been the guy who like I'm always quiet. Um, trying to be nice mm-hmm. but I also have my let's say dark side <laughs> nobody, nobody comes out on the basketball yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah but I yeah I always try to be like the nice and good mm-hmm. guy yeah no that's awesome you had said your parents were still back in the DR was it a basketball decision even like back back in high school to, to come to the states yeah I had the decision to to come play here so so what's that you know kind of journey been like obviously due to different high schools now to to be here at columbia it was hard it was hard yeah um but i talked to my mom and my dad they they were right with the decision and they supported me and i just made it here nice uh have you done uh like was your first time in new york city when you came to columbia this year yeah 
So, I mean, what have you done, like, you know, touristy What Have you done anything, like, you know, I mean, with, you feel like a tourist in New York City? School, because uh, I don't have time. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> like, now that we have a break is when I have tried to go out and see the city. Yeah. But I haven't seen, like, that much. Did you, what month did you get here this past summer? August. August, so you didn't even really have that much time. No. Uh, I mean, have you? What's what's been like the coolest part of New York City so far that you have done? Oh, uh, Washington Heights. Washington Heights. What did you do there? I know. I mean, like I know a lot of people there. Oh, okay. This is like mini uh, Dominican. Oh, that's, that's what I was say. it's a heavy Dominican that's neighborhood, cool. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people there. Like they don't even speak English over there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's cool. Does it like make it feel like it's home? Yeah. In a in a way. Yeah. That's really cool. A lot of places like. It's like your home away from home. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What is the food? What is the food that you found? I mean, it depends. Like rice, beans, yeah. chicken. Depends what you want. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a little bit on uh, Geronimo. I'm going to shift my attention now to Cam for a little. I was talking with him before the podcast started. Uh, some fun facts about. Cam plays the piano. He played the piano for us the last time he was on our podcast over COVID on Zoom. Uh, played a little original piece for us. Uh, we said we don't have a piano in studio here today. so Unfortunately. Or else he'd be playing the tunes again. Um, his uncle, uh, some, some fun facts, his uncle graduated from Columbia Business School. And uh, his grandmother, Kate, graduated from Teachers College. So a little, a, a little Columbia ties before coming to Columbia. But is that kind of what put Columbia in your mind before you came here in 2019? Yeah, I was definitely part of it. You know, I had gone to school in New York for, gosh, like 12 years. So I was very used to being in the city. So it was just, it felt like coming home in a way, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's. Do you just show these ahead. new guys around? Uh, New York, like, like a guy like you. I've been trying. To, like I was trying to take G out a couple of times, but you know we had practice a bunch of days, and we we're honestly like pretty tired after practice. So we're trying to, if it's not during the season now, then after the season we'll have a lot more time just to like visit different places. Cause I mean it's New York City, there's a bunch of stuff going on, a lot of stuff to do. I mean I've lived around the city forever. This is my first time living it in New York City, so actually like living here, and I feel like Columbia is very different because it's like you you walk out here and you're on like a college campus, and then you like you literally walk out onto the street and like you're in the middle of new york city so what's that kind of been like of getting the college feel and the the city feel at the same time for somebody who's been in in new york forever yeah so like i used to commute from connecticut into the city so i hadn't really lived in the city either i was commuting to school going back and forth so one of the first things i noticed like when i got on campus was like you said like how different you could be on campus and not know you're new york city but like the moment you step out you're like what 10 20 minutes from Times square get downtown all over the place so it's just like being like having the ability just to go anywhere in New York City and just like everything there is to do it's like it's great you know when you do get a chance to show these guys around um what's your go-to spot or place to take them Ooh. um I don't know I mean like the touristy, touristy spot at Times Square downtown um like Lower East Side there's a bunch of like great places great restaurants to go G told me he wanted to go play pool one time yeah. so we're gonna You're try to pool find player? <laughs> yeah. pool shark I love it. oh I yeah love it, so. <laughs> oh that's awesome. <laughs> I have to have like a team competition at some yeah. point, you know. So that's that's another place, another thing we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. He was serious about it too when I asked him. He was like, "Oh yeah, hundred percent." That's how, that's what he told me too. I was like, "All right, bro, like, you got to see him in it. action." What's your game? Like eight ball, nine ball? What are we? It don't matter. It don't... <laughs> that's amazing. So Dead funny. serious about it too. I love it. Uh, let's do. Let's talk a little bit of basketball. I mean, you guys got your Ivy League season off to a fairly good start, I'd say, this past weekend. Uh, went one and one on an away trip to Princeton and Penn. Uh, we'll start with the Friday night game at Princeton. You guys, I mean, it was a heck of a first half offensively. Forty-five points in the first half. Uh, gee, you hit that shot at the first half buzzer to kind of give you guys all that momentum going into the locker room. Uh, let's just stop there for a second and talk about talk about that first half. I mean, gee, do you feel like you guys maybe surprised Princeton a little bit? Yes. You know, in that first half, I'm sure we did. They were not expecting that 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 thing that we came up with, like the system that we put in, and we were ready for it. Yeah, I don't think they they were expecting that. Yeah, you hit some shots. I mean, Ike had a great for Ike was hitting some turnaround shots for you guys. Uh, it, it, I mean, it did. It looked like it looked like they were a little bit shocked uh, coming into that game. Cam, what did you? What was your take on that? Yeah, I think we had a great game plan coming in. You know, we talked about what we were gonna do defense wise, offense wise, um, days leading up to the game. We really executed that. You know, got out the gate really well. You know, it's been something 
we haven't necessarily done too many games, but like these past couple of games, especially that game, we hit, I think, maybe like our first three shots. So that really got us going. Just continued that through that first half. Yeah, I was going to say early in the season, it, part of the problem was getting going. Now this was, you guys got going. So how do you make sure you, you put it together for a full 40 minutes like you did against UPenn the next day? You know, it just, it starts in warm-ups, you know, just being ready in warm-ups. So like when you go into the game, you're, you're already warm. You already got that energy going. And then even like when you get to halftime, just don't let it drop. You know, you just got to keep on keeping that energy up in the locker room, layup lines throughout the whole game. So, yeah. And then, as Matt said, you guys uh, were able to beat Penn the next day. I mean, obviously, the second half of Princeton didn't go how you wanted to, but I still feel like you guys took some of the momentum from the positives from the Princeton game and took that with you into Saturday's game at Penn. Uh, it was a close game at the half, 41-36. You guys went up 11 with 7.28 left on a little jumper by our guy right here, Cam. Uh, Cam, on your way to 19 points off the bench in that game, I might add. So a huge game off the bench for you. Uh, things got exciting down the stretch, but you guys held on for that for that win at Penn. So, I mean, Cam, I'll start with you. You know, it, I feel like it would have been so different uh, to go through a weekend like that against, you know, two of historically the better teams in the Ivy League on the road and not come away with anything. So the fact that you guys – you know, had that amazing first half against Princeton and then were able to put it together and finish it against Penn. Like, how big is that for you guys to take that with you into this week? Oh, that's huge. You know, like, we got a lot of young guys on this team. So this was our first, what, pair of Ivy League games, first back-to-back, -to -back too, you know. So a lot of guys aren't really used to what it's like to play in the Ivy League, what it's like to play on back-to-back -back games. So I thought we showed a lot of resiliency, you know, coming back from honestly like a difficult loss for Princeton because we played well, just didn't finish out the game. So it was great to see, like, the team not get discouraged by that, still come out great against Penn, uh, Penn and then just finish that game as well. And you mentioned the back-to-backs, and you were on the team in 2019-20, so you know of the back-to-backs. And it, it kind of felt like even though you guys, that was your Ivy League opener, so nothing had really changed to that point. It felt like a throwback because now we know this season there won't, won't be so many of those back-to-backs. But uh, so did it, did it just feel kind of normal for you as an Ivy League weekend? Oh, yeah, we're just playing Friday, Saturday on the road. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's something that's all what all our weekends were like uh, my freshman year. So it definitely felt, I guess, comfortable, you know, coming into those practices, those games leading up and just knowing that even after that first game, you got a game in like less than 24 hours. So that, that's something that at least for the older guys felt very comfortable. Gee, what did you sorry? Sorry. Gee, what did you think of the back-to-back -back weekend? Like, was that something? I mean, you guys aren't going to be doing that very often this season, but is that something you feel like you could get used to, or were you kind of happier now that now that you're here, we're playing more of those single weekends? And you know, actually, we do have like a rescheduled game for a Wednesday night, so not so many of those. But what what would you prefer, like the new schedule or the old schedule? I would like the old. You like the old schedule? You yeah. like the back-to-back -back games? Yeah. Because I remember last year uh, uh, playing AAU, um, we used to play even four games a day. Yeah, um, yeah. In, when I was in high school, so I'm I'm used to playing back to back. Like I used to play four games in one day. It's not it's not that hard. I mean, playing one game today and then the next one the next day, but. I mean, it is hard, yeah. <laughs> I, I, take, I take that back. He says it's not he said, no, he said it's not yeah, that hard. You can't now, take it back. I'm, I'm, yeah, this is the next level, so it's not the same. It's not, Well, I was going to say, playing four AU games isn't yeah. the same as playing like back-to-back. -back. If you had to play four college games, and no, it, like, yeah, that would be, be, yeah. it'd be wild. Yeah, that's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful what you wish for situation. <laughs> but go ahead, Leah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're good. So what would you say the mindset is for those back-to-back -back games? Because obviously you want to have a – you know like a short memory about the bad but you also want to take what happened with the bad and turn it into good so what's the mindset going in not having a um a long turnaround to watch film and really digest the game before also yeah so i mean i think one thing is just like knowing that because you have a back-to-back -back, even when like you're scouting that first team you still have that second team in mind and then also just like taking those highs from the first game and putting them into the second game and then whatever happens in that first game you still got that second game going on so learning from that learning from mistakes learning from the successes and then just using that to honestly improve within that that next game in the halftime locker room at penn did you guys like was it i mean obviously fresh in your mind what had happened the day before at princeton so like did you guys talk about that at all or like think maybe not talk about it but think about it kind of know in your heads like this isn't going to be like last night was uh, yeah, yeah, we we did talk about it because we didn't want to go through the same thing, and so we 
we talk about it and we do what we have to do. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Cam, uh, since you know you were on the team two years ago, the brand of basketball that you guys play right now is so different from two years ago. Uh, you know, for, for those listening to this podcast that followed the team, I mean, it really felt like that team was kind of revolved around one player, right, Mike Smith. And it was, there was a lot that Mike did, and Mike was a great player, went on to play point guard at Michigan and go to the Final Four in 2020. But now you got, I mean, you guys are complete, a totally different team, but you guys are playing this brand new brand of basketball, like team basketball. You guys have players on the team that have specific roles and do their job, and you can see it starting to, to mesh out there, right? So talk about, like, the difference and maybe how much better that is for the team. I think it's great, you know. Um, with this team this year, we have a lot of talent, you know. A lot of guys can make plays on the floor. So it's one thing just everybody can put the ball in the basket. Everybody can find a way to score. Everybody can create for each other. So just having that much depth on the team, now it's just finding a way to use it, finding a way to get everybody in, just knowing, like, whatever game we're playing, especially if we're playing a back-to-back a lot of guys are going to be in the game. So, you know, a lot of guys have to contribute, make plays for each other. So it's, it's been great. I mean, the offense moves very well, and I think guys are enjoying, like, playing within this offense and playing with each other. No, I'm not going to make Geronimo talk about himself, so I'm going to have you talk about him. But, I mean, what have you seen out of this guy so far this year? He can really score, you know? He takes, you know, I mean, he takes a lot of shots, but he hits a lot of shots, right? So, I mean, tell me what you think not only of G, but, uh, you know, of the, of the whole, like, freshman, sophomore class there that you guys have come, that have come in. No, it's great. I mean, like for G, G is one of the most talented freshmen in the Ivy League. That's that's a fact. In my personal opinion, you know, he's had he already had his talent. Now it's just like figuring out that experience, learning these games, learning like how defenses are going to like play against him. He's picking that up through each game. It's getting progressively better and it's going to continue to do that. So it's it's been great to like watch him grow and like become a better player and even better than he was at the beginning of the year. So, you know, in terms of him, he's been great. In terms of the other freshmen, they've been great, too, you know. A lot of these freshmen and, like, sophomores, this was their first year because, you know, sophomores didn't play last year. So yeah. there was a lot of growth that needed to happen within a short amount of time, and I think they've done a great job in realizing what they need to do, realizing what the, the standard of college basketball, Ivy League basketball is. And you can see, like, in this past weekend how well he's been playing. It's just I think it's going to continue, you know. And, G, for the juniors and seniors on the team that have played college basketball, what have you like been able to like pick their brains about and learn from them that's really like helped you become a better player and maybe some of the other guys in your class? The leadership. Leadership? Yes. Yeah. That's a big, big of a deal. This team, um, I like how they teach the younger team, I mean the younger players and everybody to like be on time, be ready to go. They, I like how they push each other. And that's, that's like many things that we learn every single day from them. Uh, one more thing while we're on the topic of like the team and leadership and things like that. Uh, I do want to talk about Patrick Harding because I was talking about it with Mike uh, before you guys came on the podcast. I mean, when you talk about team basketball, like he had 21 rebounds. The, the importance of rebounding in college basketball and not giving teams second chances to score, I mean, is huge. And it could have very well won you guys the Penn game. He had, what, 25 rebounds. I think Ike had 15 rebounds. Yeah, yeah I think he had 21, 21 and, had and 15. 15. So they, they, the two of them had 36 and they out-rebounded. Yeah, the two that, of them out-rebounded Penn by themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's absurd. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. That, of course, is definitely going to help you win a game. You know, that gives you more opportunities. When they're, whether they're offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, puts the ball in your hand, gives you an opportunity to make a shot. So that's, that's great for us. When you have a rebounder like that, uh, gee, maybe this is more of a question for you, and a shot goes up and you're on defense, does it give you more confidence to just start heading down the mm-hmm. other end of the floor and um, try and get out in transition, no, it, knowing that I've got Patrick Harding or Ike or a big rebounder down there that I know is going to get the rebound? Oh, yeah. 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 I don't even look at the ball. I just... <laughs> <laughs> you just start. I mean, have you been able to, like, catch other teams like that, knowing that you have yeah, a rebounder there yeah. and just kind of catch them in transition? Yeah, yeah, many times. That happened in the uh, the Penn game. Yeah, you got a wide open fast break layup. That's right. Off, uh, I think a pat rebound kick out outlet pass. I mean, it's it just it's game changing, for sure. All right, now let's jump into a little bit of personality with the two of you. Before we let you go, we like to kind of, you know, we get to know our audience. Get to know you outside of the basketball, right? Uh, so, G, let's start with you. Give us one thing about yourself that not many people know. Playing pool. Oh, that's well, my, playing pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's your hidden talent. We nice talked about player. it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> when did you play your first game of pool? Maybe when I was uh, 
like 12. Oh, wow. So are you good at the iMessage one too? Like on iMessage yeah, games? Yeah, nice at that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it's cool yeah. how that translates I, over. I play all types. <laughs> you guys, have you guys played as a team? Have you played pool? We no? haven't yet. We, we need to now. Yeah, yeah you do. I was going to say, is there like a like a pool table in like one of the lobbies or something in the dorms or something or no Ooh, no maybe one of them not not any of the ones we're in though okay okay yeah so you guys need to i feel like i almost need to go and see this for myself <laughs> he's so confident about it right? that i'm like yeah. i need to see this do you what do you ever find yourself watching like you know i feel like it used to be more common than it is now but like the pool matches on like espn or like when they have like the trick shot stuff on espn do you watch that stuff sometimes sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I, you do I, any like trick shots like pool trick shots i might uh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah that looks easy but it's hard yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta think a lot it's you have yeah it's hard i mean is it easy for you to like jump the ball Are you can do that pretty easily yeah yeah like he's just so confident no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cam, you don't. Cam, you don't. You're not a pool shark, too, are you? I, I can hit the ball, but that's that's pretty much as far as. My yeah, you can goes. play the piano at the jazz bar <laughs> that exactly. you guys are at. You can play the piano while G plays oh, the pool. Going <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Best pool player in the Ivy League. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, other than I guess playing the piano, what are what are some of your like hidden talents, or if you were like to be famous for something other than basketball what would it be maybe playing the piano or other things Ooh, um i don't know i'm a pretty good chess player really uh, probably the best chess player on the team um just gonna put that out are there. you a good chess player too g or you, you look I shocked mean, when he said that <laughs> i mean we don't play like i don't know chess did we talk about that another time i don't remember i don't think because did we bring time. up queen's gambit last time Oh, that was Maka. Oh, was Maka. oh okay. Oh, oh so we got to get... Uh, yeah, you yeah, and, Maka. and Maka. Have you and Maka gone head-to-head? We have. And we had more chess players on the team our freshman year, and, um, uh, but never never got to play Maka, so I'll have to beat him one of these days. Did you, have you watched Queen's Gambit? I did. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. I think, Maka, you're currently watching it, right? It's so good. I haven't watched it. We have to broadcast this match, good. honestly. I do. <laughs> Are you a speed chess player, or you take your time? Um, I think speed's more fun. Because it just gives you less time to think, so it's just like more instinct, which I think translates to basketball, honestly. So I think that that's the connection of why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. When you play speed chess, like what do you set the clock at? Um, I usually go a minute. Like a I, minute per turn? No, no, like a minute in total. So once you, it's just a minute. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the game. That's wow. wild. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's, I mean, he was meant instant. He meant instant. I was like, what? I mean, because I've seen like the YouTube videos of people playing chess and like, you know, like it's it's, it's like people just move their move their piece, hit the clock. Like, yeah, 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 right? But I, is that what they normally set it at as a minute? Is no, like no. The, like the, the, speed the regular players? games are all the speed players, I guess five minutes maybe. Okay. They have like rapid games. And but you some just people, go straight minute. Yeah, yeah. Some people do like 10 seconds and like 30 seconds, but that's only online. That's that's a whole nother beast. I don't, I don't know about that. How could you even do that? Just, I feel like I'd make five moves in that time. Like if I really tried to move fast. They have like the pre-move. So it's like you move this and then you move another piece. So once they move theirs. Oh, okay. Over, so, yeah. you, so you don't even know what the other person has done really. yet and you kind of like anticipated and then that's crazy chaotic how like, do you determine a winner though if, if well then you can still get like checkmate and all that but yeah. but what happens if you're not checkmated within under a minute it's whoever's time goes out first so both of you guys have a minute so like while you're t- going your time's going down then when you yeah. like make oh move, so you gotta move you okay yeah. i see wow how it is. okay Wow, so. we definitely gotta get a game of that and broadcast it right to now, our yeah. fans. We need to get like a little timer. You and, Ma- you and yeah, Maka. And Mark. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my god, that's incredible. Well, now we've gotten to know Cam Shockley Okeke and Geronimo Rubio De La Rosa a little bit better. We didn't even mention this, and I meant to mention this before, but we feel like we we set a record today, guys. We set a record. The two longest combined names on one podcast episode. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to Cameron Shockley Okeke and Geronimo Rubio De La Rosa. We'll add up all those characters and let you know what the final tally was next week uh, on Morningside Hoop. So, guys, uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank today. you, Thank guys. you so much. And that's going to do it for another episode of the Morningside Hoops podcast. We really appreciate all of our guests joining us this week, Geronimo Rubio de la Rosa and Cam Shockley Okeke, setting the record for the longest combined names from the men's basketball team. And then we had Paige Lauder and Eden Gaynor from the women's basketball team. Uh, 
All the teams are in action as we discussed this weekend, Saturday at 2 p.m. The women will be on the road at Harvard while the men are at home against Harvard. It'll be the women's first game since their Ivy League opener back on January 2nd. Uh, and then on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, uh, they will switch home and away. The women will be home to play Cornell at 2 p.m. and the men will be on the road up in Ithaca, cold Ithaca, New York, I imagine, Mike. And Mike will be making the trip this year, as we discussed, uh, to take on the Big Red at 2 p.m. Final thoughts from the roundtable before we go? Just another round of great discussions. I love learning more about them off the court as well. So I think that's my favorite thing about this podcast. So it was fun. That's right. Matt? I just really want to make an I- Ithaca's gorgeous joke. What? <laughs> I don't know. Kyle you didn't get it? You didn't get, oh, right over. Yeah. What? Hey, next time you go up there, you'll see it all over the place and say, Ithaca, it's gorgeous because there's all the gorges there. Oh, <laughs> it was a really it? bad dad yeah. joke. Dad <laughs> no, jokes yeah. are the best. I think yeah. it was no, amazing. I, I, went to, I went to Cortland. So Ithaca is Cortland's biggest rival. They have the Cortica Jug uh. football game. And they, s- like, you know, Cortland sells shirts that says, Ithaca ain't so great. And I, oh. I had one of those shirts. So. Um, well, yeah, I'm very familiar with the Ithaca area. Yes, um, you it's are. It's not going to be much colder than it's, you know, been up here in New York. That's true. Days, it's been so. cold. All of a sudden, January got here and winter really hit. Quick, yes. Yes, very quick. But uh, like we said, that's going to do it for another episode. We wish our men's and women's basketball teams the best of luck this weekend. Uh, be sure to tune back next week when we'll have another episode for you. Uh, this is the Morningside Hoops podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you catch your podcasts. Morningside Hoops is there. Just be sure to search Columbia Athletics when looking for our podcast. So for Aliyah Funchell and Matt Sugum and Mike Kowalski and whatever future hosts we may have on this podcast, I'm Kyle Matrician, and we'll talk to you again next week.